Hello, Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio News commentary. Please continue to support the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project, which manages the Black Talk Radio Network. All uh, donations are tax deductible. You can make a donation by going to blacktalkradionetwork.com. Uh, look for the PayPal uh, buttons. Um, you don't have to have a PayPal account. You could donate with any kind of credit card or debit card. See also in the descriptions for other ways that you can support the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project and its media actions. I have a um, story here and I want to tie this story from Haiti. Um, this is being reported by the San Francisco Bay View. You can find them online at sfbayview. Dot com. But it's an important human rights story, but I want to tie this into the current immigration debate that's being held in the United States. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, who's running for president, I believe she's a representative out of Hawaii. I don't think she's a senator. She's a representative, a U.S. Uh, House member. And she recently was asked about, you know, the whole immigration issue with the Trump administration, just really doing uh, unnecessary things to complicate the situation. And she was like, you know, well, what about foreign policy, though? How does foreign policy relate to why we have so many people leaving certain countries to come here to the United States? Why are people leaving their homelands where they have generations of family? Uh, tied to that land. Why, why would they just up and leave like that? And, you know, the mainstream media and a lot of the talking heads are not tying it to um, U.S. foreign policy. Uh, that's e even true among, you know, non-white people who uh, seem to have no empathy for those immigrants and how they're being mistreated uh, in these detention facilities, even though the same thing is occurring uh, to U.S. citizens, primarily non-white citizens. And But if you ask them, they don't talk about that either. They're, that's not something that they care about, the human rights of the largest uh, prison population here in the United United States of uh, the world's largest. And so it should come as no surprise that um, certain people would make such repugnant comments about uh, the mistreatment of these migrants who are, are uh, being even um, or their efforts are being complicated to even apply for a political asylum, uh, being that they're coming from countries where the United States foreign policy has destabilized the region or they're backing uh, brutal dictators. So let, let's, let's take a look at this article from sfbayview.com human rights team finds U.S. backed Haitian government culpable in the La Saline massacre. I hope I'm pronouncing that uh, correctly. So let me just read some of the key excerpts from this article. The Haitian Action Committee, which by the way, I looked them up. Um, they are a San Francisco based human rights organization. So the ha Haiti Action Committee, together with the National Lawyers Guild, is releasing a new report, The Lassaline Massacre in the Human Rights Crisis in Haiti. As you can see, um, I'll put the link in the, in the uh, podcast description where you can go download the report. Um, but um, they just issued this report about the November 2018 massacre in the neighborhood of Lassaline in Haiti's capital city, Port-au-Prince. The report provides evidence of other subsequent massacres and human rights violations facilitated and supported by the government of Jovenel Moise. 
and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but I gave it a shot there, and his ruling party, the PHTK party. On April the 1st, 2019, our team went to Lasalin and interviewed survivors and eyewitnesses of the November massacre. The report demonstrates that the Lasalin massacre, rather than simply an example of quote-unquote, gang violence as portrayed by the Haitian government and some U.S. media sources was in fact an attack facilitated by government officials and directly conducted by Haitian national police officers working closely with paramilitary elements logistically supported by the PHTK. Quick, quick side note here, um, just months ago, you have may read an article or saw a news report, though you may not, um, but I saw it a couple of times in, in my news feed um, about those mercenaries from the United States, U.S. citizens, former military, um, got caught in Haiti with illegal weapons, automatic weapons, satellite phone, and they um, allegedly have been hired um, to escort this man we're talking about, uh, Moise. Um, I guess he's the president of, of Haiti, um, but escort him to a bank and to transfer some money, uh, you know, just look that up. And, and that's another subject of the protest is, you know, Venezuela has set up a fund to help people in, in Haiti. Um, and that fund has been robbed. And many are saying it is the president and, you know, other government officials who have been robbing this, um, fund that was set up by Venezuela. Um, so it goes on to say that Lassalin was targeted because it is a base of protest and opposition against the Moist government. Perpetrators of the massacre destroyed homes, burned people alive, hacked people to death, fed, fed body parts to pigs and dogs, and raped women. People of all ages, including a 10-month-old child, were systematically butchered. So take that story and put it into context of why people come here to the United States, even though the United States is behind um, a lot of the uh, destabilization and the brutal regimes propping those up in, in their home countries. But they come here because, it, you know, depending upon what neighborhood they move into over here, they ain't got they don't have to fear for their lives like that. And see, that's what Trump is trying to stop. People coming from Honduras, uh, y'all may have heard the story about the little girl, three-year-old girl being asked which parent did she want to deport it. Now DHS is trying to uh, deny that or the Border Patrol uh, officials are trying to deny that uh, uh, immigration official or agent told this little girl she had to pick between her mother or father or which one gets deported and, and, and the child starts crying and holding on to her father and then it was overruled uh, by uh, another agent and they're trying to say, oh, like, that's fake news. No, it's not fake. These people aren't making up making up these things. But you look at uh, Honduras in, uh, when Hillary Clinton was at the State Department and the Obama administration supported a military coup against the democratically elected president of Honduras. And then a lot of uh, political assassinations started happening after that. The U.S. did that. The U.S. did that. It has a long history. El Salvador, uh, um, you know, pick a South American country or a Central American country. And so uh, a lot of people need to take in consideration what their tax dollars are doing to destabilize these people and force them to flee 
their homelands. And that's not even the ec not even to mention the economic side of it, how U.S. corporations go in and it, it, the long history of them uh, uh, partnering with right wing governments and suppressing labor, um, you know, labor movements and, and what have you violently. So take take this story here of a massacre that, um, you know, this government being sponsored or being, I guess you could call them sponsored, but this Haitian government, this particular administration of Jovenel Moise and his ruling party is being supported with U.S. tax dollars by the Trump administration. Remember, this happened in 2018, the La uh massacre. But have you heard that being blasted 24-7 on MSM um, as they'll, you know, focus on Syria or other places where you have refugees, but not in our own backyard. And that's largely due with, and even though, you know, overseas in the Middle East or whatnot, the U.S. oftentimes is the foreign policy is destabilizing these regions and, and, and creating refugees all around the world. So, um this is this is a, a another reason uh, for people to pay attention and gather the facts and and try to hold these government officials accountable, like the Trump administration and Congress as well. All right, so this has been Black uh, Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News commentary. Again, I implore you to support the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project with a tax deductible donation today. Um, Therefore, uh, that supports the Black Talk Radio Network podcasting platform, which has been ranked number one by Feedspot as the number one platform for black digital radio and podcasting. Please, peace and blessings to all.